Now entering Nerdist.com. It's finally summertime, and you know what that means. That means Arizona. That's right. I'm going to be at Stand Up Scottsdale from June 19th through the 21st. And uh, you know how Arizona is so nice this time of year. The cactuses are blooming. Everybody's putting their short shorts on, their short Jonathans. Come on out to the show, June 19th through the 21st. If you call the club um, and say you listen to the podcast, they will give you a special deal, $12.50. Their phone number is 480-882-0730. So come out to the shows at Stand Up Scottsdale, June 19th through 21st. We'll see you there. Summertime in the desert. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In with TJ Miller. I'm Cash Levy. I had a great guest lined up for today's show. I was so excited. The entire cast from the Blue Man Group uh, had agreed to come in and be on the show, and it was really exciting. I mean, I hear there's 19 of them, uh, 19 Blue Men. Um, I mean, they make it look like there's only three at a time, but and they only appear at three at a time. But I was going to interview all 19 blue men at the same time, and I was really excited about it. Unfortunately, uh, I mean, I have so many questions for them. Like, how did they get so blue? You know, there's a lot of things I wanted to ask them, but it would have been a perfect interview. Unfortunately, and this seems to happen to me once in a while, uh, I had to I had to cancel them. Uh, or they had to cancel me. In fact, I don't even know where they are now because I'm holed up underground today uh, as the earth has been invaded uh, by zombies for the last 24 hours. And just my luck, the zombies infiltrate the universe on the same day I was going to interview the blue men, all 19 of them. It's frustrating. Um, why would they rear their ugly heads? And I mean ugly. I mean, if you take a look at these zombies, they are ugly with a capital L. A lot of people accentuate the U at the start of a word. I don't. It's always the third letter for me. Capital L, ugly. In any event, I'm in my McFlurry cellar right now. Uh, just kind of waiting this thing out. A lot of people have wine cellars. Uh, I have a McFlurry cellar. And uh, I keep it at 34 degrees, so it's cold down here, and the McFlurries are perfectly chilled. Uh, I can have a McFlurry anytime I want. And this is the one silver lining of a, uh, of a zombie out- outbreak, you know, to be down here enjoying McFlurries. Um, I also was smart enough to have a T.J. Miller clone down here. And I don't know if you remember, I did interview one of T.J.'s clones before, and it's great. In fact, I think his clones are even funnier than he is. Uh, they have the same collective memories, so it's it's wonderful. And now I'm just going to go, and I was going to break the glass. I was going to break the glass and uh, you know use the uh, the clone, but it turns out the clone had already broken the glass himself, which is very mysterious. I have no idea 
why or how a clone would do that. They're much more advanced. And uh, TJ, I, it's so amazing. You broke the glass yourself. Most clones aren't able to do it. So it was very kind of stunned, stunned me that you were already down here with the broken glass surrounding you, and you came out. It's pretty amazing. Well, you know, those, those glass uh, partitions within those incubation system capsules are uh, – it's very cheap glass. Mm-hmm. It's actually breakaway glass. But how did you know I wanted to – It's sugar glass. Okay, but I came down – You can here. eat it. Okay, but I was down here and you were already chilling. I was eating glass down here. Eating glass and McFlurries. Yeah, more glass than McFlurries. Okay, but you were- <gasps> I should make a glass McFlurry. The bottom line is I get down here. Sometimes if you get that M&M McFlurry, those candy shells cut your mouth like a <laughs> mouthful of glass. I just find it very <laughs> mysterious that you were already here, having already broken the glass. Is it really mysterious, or is that more because I'm wearing a cape? Mm, yeah, that's a factor, too, since you weren't wearing one before. No, I wear one now. You know, I found one in the, in the costume closet mm. here in the bunker. <laughs> the McFlurry cellar. The McFlurry cellar. So I, I can't believe so you built this whole thing. Yeah, I built this. Look at that poster by hand, or did you have look at that big framed it? poster? Yeah, Mackie Sasser, a framed poster of Mackie Sasser. Mackie. Yeah, and look, it's signed. Yeah, by you. That's, you signed the bottom of the picture. Yeah, that's yeah, so weird. That's Why weird would you do, do that? That is a weird thing. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's yours. You're saying this is my yeah. Mackie Sasser poster. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's weird, you know. I mean, as a clone, it's like it's almost like being born that moment that you wake up and you're already, but you're not a baby. I don't mm-hmm. even know what it's like to be a baby. You already have all the collective memories of. T. What J. was Miller. it like to be a baby? Yeah, I don't remember. Ah, so it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, no. Yeah, you don't remember anything before the age of, and, I don't know, five. You know when they clone TJ? Ten if you're trying to block it all out. They leave out all the real sad stuff. So I actually have a kind of a better memory. I remember life to be much better than the real TJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we had a great time in DC, didn't we? Oh, I wasn't there. I'm a clone, but I, I, I remember his memories, memories yeah. right? We're going to talk a little bit about that. And it was so much fun to have, to see all those people come out to see you and him. And I think there was a guy named Greg came. I think I don't know. I didn't, you know. I, I didn't meet him, but I imagine someone named Greg came. But I mean, there were twelve and a half people there. It felt like all the twelve and a half were there. Mm-hmm. There might have been eight, but it was great. Yeah, it was amazing. One guy came in from. Uh, uh, he, they they won the contest for the longest distance traveled. Uh, he came in from Dallas with his pregnant wife. Uh huh. And, uh, and you know what? We're going to tell these stories during the "Where Were You" section. I would love to wait to that section to yeah. talk about this. Yeah, yeah because we're very. I don't, you know, you've done the show before. No, you I, know that we're very. I have never very strict I'm a clone. about. I'm we're a, very. So. You have the collective memories of T.J. Miller. We're very strict about what we uh, do in terms of the format. For example, we'll never, we'll never like when we when we say triple banger lightning round, it's lightning quick. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. An old goat on top of a pig. Hey, wh- he kind of jumped the gun on that, didn't he? Yeah, but you know what? He deserves some artistic license. Yeah, that's true. He's got cool headphones and rad glasses frames. <laughs> He's Ryan, the producer. <laughs> that's actually not Ryan. It's a. Uh, it's actually a, um, a droid version of Ryan, which I keep. I cell, love just droids. To do. Yeah. Sort of an R2-D2 version of Ryan. Looks identical to Ryan, though. Yeah. But he's entirely metal. 
I can't believe that. I mean, it's like Chuck E. Cheese's. You know, I haven't been to Shakey's Pizza in. I've never been. Yeah, well, we're gonna go on our twentieth or two hundredth episode. We I'm have a banquet so room, a reserve at Shakey's Pizza. You should do West for Coast our, for your two hundredth episode. I'm excited. It was so great. Our first annual hundredth episode was great, but I can't wait for our second annual hundredth. I can't wait. Do you think? Do you think uh, the first annual is a little uh, presumptuous? I don't. Don't you think that's a? I mean, are you sure there's going to be more annual ones? Well, they're just doesn't sort of something saying, have to happen twice for you to call it annual? I don't think so, man. I mean, I, they're just saying this is the first annual. I think it's wishful thinking. I think it's a glass half it full be, what, type what thing. Should it be? Unless that glass is filled with pee. So, what should we call it? the maybe the only annual event? How about just the first? Not the first annual. You can't assume the annual. There may be no interest in having a second one. Okay? Mm-hmm. In fact, I wouldn't even... How about the first annual wedding? How about that? Whoa. That's almost cynical. That makes it negative. Yeah. But the first annual birthday party for a kid. What about the first annual anal yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know what that would be. Just the first annual <laughs> anal intercourse that you have with your your lady, you know. <laughs> that that so you'd be trying you, to encourage her. Yeah, that was just I'm the saying, first annual this time. once a year. Was, you know yeah, I mean? if she didn't like it, you could say that's our first annual time. And you know, and then she might say, "Well, look, what makes you think it's happening every year, you old Uncle Barry?" Oh, and you know what that sound means? The turkey's done here in the bunker. <laughs> Cash has a full kitchen down here; it's all stainless steel. And there's an antimicrobial biobial uh, surface to all of this, and that is it's so it's it's a it's a surface that fights the microbiobial rodenheim. Right? Yeah. Ink. It's crazy to think that TJ is up uh, on the uh, uh, crust of the earth, the top crust, the, uh, surface, the top layer and surface, surface of the, of the earth, earth, fighting, uh, fighting zombies, the zombies ostensibly, so or amazing, cowering and whimpering like a little baby girl who's yeah. just found out that she has a vagina. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think that would happen, but we're going to start off with a triple banger lightning round. Question one: triple Banger lightning round. Oh, public water fountains. Great way to hydrate or a great way to French kiss the universe? I like, I like, I, we all should start saying, I'm going to go French kiss the universe instead of saying, I'm going to go get a French drink of water. French kiss the universe. I like it. I like it. I mean, like, hey, you want to French the universe? I'm going to go French kiss the universe. Yeah. I mean, I think it is that, but are you touching your mouth against the mouthpiece? Because you're not supposed to do that. I and am. You're definitely not supposed to be I, using tongue, I which can, it sounds I like do. is you do. I, I create a, a complete, tongue, that sweet, sweet public water. That's right. I, I create a perfect seal uh, with the uh, water fountain or the water receptacle. Ah. And uh, that way there's no air bubbles that get in. And I did use a little tongue just to sort of suck more water out into my uh, so you just into my gentle you're throat. You're really hydrating <laughs> your gentle what? My gentle throat. <laughs> my gentle parched throat. Into my gentle yet succulent throat. Succulent throat. <laughs> I always tell ladies that. God, you got uh, a succulent looking throat, you old pig. I, I think people are too squeamish about public water fountains. Uh, I think we have to... As human beings evolve well enough so that we don't need pure drinking water, what do you think? 
I, I mean, aren't we? We're eventually going to make water out of nothing. That's it, right. We're going to make food and water out of I nothing. I think the dirtier water that you can stand as a person, the stronger you are. And there should be contests. Oh, I see what you're saying. There should be contests. <laughs> I think it's a it's a test. I like to see a grown man lean like over and drinking. drink from a from a. a, a a, a sewage canal, it's, it's, that kind of thing. You were thinking river or stream. I thought sewage canal, go all the way. I like to see a grown man drink drinking shit. dirty water. Yeah, I just want him to drink I, shit. I think it's a sign of manhood. A lot of people think it's the size of your penis that you makes you a man. How dirty or water how you high your truck is and if it's like has really giant wheels. Ladies, um, you can say he's a dirty water, a dirty water drinker. Fool. Fiend. He's a real man. He has a succulent uh, throat. I don't like girls who have succulent throats but who don't drink out of the tap. It was just until – it was yeah. really recently that I stopped yeah. waking up kind of hungover and drank directly from the tap. I still, I still drink, drink tap water. It's frustrating I to drink, me that people say no. I drink directly from the tap and no middleman either. No glass. No, no glass. I call that the middleman. Yeah, I use my hands. <laughs> I do. I'm serious. Really? I'll go right under and go just straight from the but faucet. But you remember going, say, uh, uh, camping or backpacking with your family probably, right? You're a rugged outdoorsman. Yeah. And do you remember just leaning over and just like sucking the water out of the stream? I didn't do that as much because you would get ringworm. Look, I'm a guy that had a uh, some type of bacteria crawl through my penis and into my ball sack. I told that story. Yes. I'm a guy that likes the outdoors. It's a t- and the outdoors <laughs> makes me. I'm a guy that had a butterfly burrow into his elbow for a month. Yeah, and, nature uh, does like to kind of get involved in your body. To, nature likes, and that's why I'm just kind of riding out this zombie attack by hanging out in my McFlurry cell, uh, cellar. Yeah, I can see Shelter that. Shelter seller. I get that. A shower. Yeah. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, Question number two, two, two dad. Two, two. This is uh, based by on a uh, uh, Jonas Polsky uh, uh, maskers. Uh, and I wanted to thank him during our 100th episode, too. He sent me a lot of funny stuff over the years. He's a real uh, sweetheart. He's a funny, funny guy. He's got two Jonas legs Polsky. and shoulders to boot. That's right. He does. Uh, this is based on one of his ideas. Carjackers. Street punk or overzealous valet? Street punk. <laughs> I like the overzealous valet. I think they're really just jumping the gun. They're taking their job a little too seriously. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you want to hire a carjacker as a valet? Well, here's the que- here's my question. If a valet is too forceful, when does he become a carjacker? If you're like trying to get out, you're like, just give me a second. He's like, come on, get out of the car. And he pulls you out and holds you like a baby and then dumps you in the bushes. That's a carjacker in my book. If your, ba- if your valet is, is giving you a piggyback ride against your will out of the car, he might be a carjacker. Folks, if your valet folks, shoots you in the leg, folks, he might be a carjacker. Folks, if you need to use Lojack to find your valet individual, you might, he might be a carjacker. Folks, folks, if your valet brings back a car that's not the same as the one you gave him. Folks, he, he may be a carjacker car who's fencing cars. Who has bad memories. Yeah, so a bad memory, bad memory or bad memories. Bad memory. <laughs> he might be an individual carjacker who looks back on his life with a lot of pessimism and regret. Ladies, take a break. Fellas, you know what I'm talking about. Ladies, Folks, ladies come back in. If Fellas, your take a break. If leans over and drinks water from inside your 
What's the <laughs> take your time? I lost yeah, the thread it's on that okay. One. It's okay. <laughs> if your carjacker drinks directly from the faucet, he might be a real man. <laughs> no, it was going to be that thing inside the car that has water in it—the coolant or something. That was the joke. Oh, that uh, was. The we'll joke. edit this out. Yeah, I don't. Think we were so. really good at editing out the important. Yeah, parts. I've always felt like the best thing about your show is yeah. the way it's edited. Yeah, we edit everything for me because each of your shows is like. I think four and a half hours. Is yeah. How long what it I do is we edit out all the great moments and all we leave mm. is the mistakes where I say a word wrong and you make fun of it. You That's le- all we do. You leave the, tr- That's the show. You leave the Trumps, which is what you would call Donald Trump's trash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Got that right. Mm-hmm. Triple mm-hmm. banger lightning round. Question three. Question Can I break three. in and ask you triple banger yeah. lightning round? Yeah. Have is we ever it, done this does before? Does it ever work? Is it ever helpful? Or not, is it ever helpful? Is it ever a good thing when somebody goes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm? This is more of an essential question, but... Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> we'll wait till then. We'll wait till then. <laughs> We're going to tackle this now. When do people you do run, that? Hey, you run a tight ship. That's do, what all the pig sailors when, say. When do, people, when do people do that? When they go, mm-hmm? You just did it to me. Oh, did I? Seconds ago. I don't think it was a terrible went, thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. You know what? That's going to be my <laughs> instead of a shy child of a. Now you got to be silent. Hold, be quiet. Just don't don't laugh. You got to really give it because it's all about the spacing. Because I'll do it exactly how you did it. You went. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Stop, guys. You got to have silence in between. Otherwise, you won't understand. So you just okay. go. I said something weird. You went. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Droid, stop it, or we're shutting you down. Droids laugh so hard. They know they when you give enough oil, they laugh so hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now I'm doing it. Uh, I don't think that's so terrible. I think it's almost I, always bad. I don't think you need to compare it to Hitler. Did you do that yet? No, you didn't. Get, you didn't mm-hmm. pull the Hitler card. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if we stay here, the party dies. Then I go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we stay here, uh, let's try that. Let's try, okay, that. let's try that. If we stay here, the party dies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did it work? No, it doesn't. Is work. it like a, the trumpeting of a party? It's not. It's it, it's not going to work. Hmm. Well, if anyone can make Wait, a you just ringtone, did it. you just did your version of no, it. No, no, I did. <laughs> you just did your mm. version of it. I went. Hmm. Yeah, that That's was more, more like, why between. didn't I make it work out? If yeah. anybody can make a ringtone of me going, mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. Because I do want you to use this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, send it to me. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> going to happen soon. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. Question, question three. number three. Question three. S'mores. The musical instrument least likely to get you laid. Hmm. All right. The triangle. The conch. <laughs> I think we've got a winner with the conch coming the in first. Slide whistle. Slide whistle. The bugle? Uh, but the actual snack food, just holding it up against your mouth and going, or going, mm-hmm. Or the mm-hmm. jug. Or the jug. Uh, jug can get you laid, man. 
You know, I used to have this, I used to play the jug. You in a never band. get laid on a jug. No, I used to play the jug in a band, and a girl went home with me because they had this stock line. I always used to go, "Hey, you know, my dick couldn't fit in this jug in the mouth of this jar." <laughs> and then uh, they usually be like, "Oh yeah, let's find out." And uh, once I got my dick stuck in that jug for two and a half months. I had to buy all new pants, That's bigger awkward. pants. That's yeah, awkward. That's when you were wearing a barrel. Right. Yeah, Is that was, the barrel era? Yeah, the, you had a jug underneath. The barrel era, as we called the arrel. The, yeah, the arrel. When you the were, barra. TJ was wearing a barrel around town. Barrel era. The barra. My theory is that the instruments that are hardest to air jam upon no. are at least likely to get you laid. Uh, like, really? don't try to air jam on a triangle, you know? Um or an accordion. You don't see accordion air jammers. Uh, don't try to air jam on a drum machine. I think a conch is probably... A conch the... isn't good to air jam upon. Don't air conch. Don't air conch. Friends don't let friends air conch. Air conching. Yeah. I mean, so I think it's important. Also, here's a, here's a practical living in a modern age uh, right here. And uh, this is really important. In an inefficient and out-of-date way, we bring you... Practical living in the modern age. I found age. this out the hard way. If you're going to lie about playing a musical instrument to try to impress a woman, uh, or a man, as the case may be, um, don't pick one you're going to see later that night. You know? Really? Yeah. Because mm. they will expect you to play that instrument if you see it. Like a piano. Oh, they'll say, give it, give it over. A piano. Like a or piano. a guitar. What about conch? Or a karaoke machine. Or a I'm, drum machine. I'm obsessed. Or a conch. I'm obsessed with a conch. If you say you can play a conch, you may see a conch later that night. Dude, if you say... You may you, be uh, on an island called Lord of the Flies. Don't anticipate that you'll be conchless that night. Yeah, you can't just say, oh, I'm safe. We won't see a conch. You, you might be in a place where subconsciously, conch- yeah, there might be an unconscience... <laughs> Sort of desire to play the conch. What and you then you know what's going to happen? You say I play the conch. You know what will happen then? A conscience uncoupling. Yeah. Yeah. Unconchling. Yeah. And unconchling. So, um, you know, mm-hmm. conch-wise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? What is a person saying when they're saying, I play the conch? Are they just saying, I'm so weird? I want you to be positive you don't want to be friends with me? Yeah. I. Who would ever say that? Has that ever been said? Um, it had to have not been. until not until this episode. I think I would love to learn to play the conch, but like like that, like take years. <laughs> like I'd call people to dinner, but add a little bit of jazz. That sounded flair. a little like Chuck Mangione. <laughs> I I play the The conch. um, I wonder if they teach the conch in uh, music school. I'll tell you, they don't, but I wonder if you could do an independent study. My other thing is do not put your penis inside a conch. In a conch, because there are, if there is a hermit crab in there, that motherfucker's large. Yeah, yeah, it'll bite. It doesn't bite, but it'll snip your trip. Actually, that's how I got circumcised. (laughs) My parents put my penis in a little conch with a hermit crab. It's the natural way. 
It's the natural you weren't, you weren't seafaring drinking, way. You weren't drinking. You weren't drinking out nautical. of streams. You weren't drinking out of nah. streams, but they were putting your penis in a conch. They were circumcising <laughs> me with a conch filled with hermit crab. <laughs> is that weird? How did they know? Why is that? My, you know, there's a hermit crab in there. I'll tell you how I knew that I was because they partially they Jewish. Bought them. Yeah, I, my parents put my penis in a uh, a conch, and there was no crab inside. That's why I'm uncircumcised. A crabless conch. A crabless conch. That's what they used to call yeah. it in college. Old yeah. crabless conch. Yeah. There was a, there was another animal in there that gave me a little hand job, but that was a little different story. That's so nice. There's a little <laughs> otter, a baby otter that gave you a hand job. There's got to be people now that are like, oh, it was gross. Actually, it was a Don't sponge. say that about a baby otter. No, it was a sponge. You know what? You try and just imagine an otter giving a hand job. And if you could do it, then that's your own fault. You're disgusted because your imagination is gross. Have a sex with a conch. That's what we're trying to say. Have you know? Was it a sea cucumber? You said. Or I, a I believe it was a sponge. I, no, a, might have been a starfish. A might have been a starfish. But a sea sponge. What is a sea sponge? Yeah, it was probably a starfish. You know those cucumbers. If you squeeze them, though, the sea cucumbers, mm-hmm. they'll spray out a little bit of water. But I've never done it. I won't. I would never hurt another living thing, but I will beat the shit out of anything that's dead. Yeah. I found a dead horse and I fucking, I hit it for about a half an hour, <laughs> an hour and a half. You beat a dead horse? Yeah, fucking, I've I seen you do that. Shit. Yeah. I think it's I already have it on this. I'm laying that I think, down. I think I heard you do that earlier when you went, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So listen, uh, TJ Miller. Yeah. Um, in terms of these uh, animals, my wife, uh, I think my wife thinks that uh, all the different little bugs and creatures in my house, uh, like silverfish, yeah. that I uh, placed them there just to scare her and they're my responsibility to remove. <laughs> I think she really believes that I'm plotting against her. Every time she sees a silverfish, she'll like scream at me like I somehow was responsible for a silverfish. Being in our house. What is a silverfish? We have a lot of silverfish. What is that? They're little like uh, centipede type creatures. Have you seen them? Oh, I've yeah. seen them. And yeah. She she does not like that. Or a cockroach. If we see if there's a cockroach in our house, she thinks somehow I. It's like I, it's, it's my just, responsibility. It's not only responsibility. A, it's not only my responsibility to get rid of these creatures that scare her, but it's my responsibility to explain how they got there. Like really? how in the world, and that's why I'm down here in the McFlurry shelter right now, and she's up with the zombies. Because oh, you did, that's right. You just left her right up there. Well, you know, if she wants to see a creature that really scares her, then I'll just leave her up there. Wow. Okay, might teach her a little lesson or two. Wow. Okay? She's up there with TJ. I mean, sometimes it just seems like you'll leave your wife a for dead. Thing. Well, the podcast. I want to do a podcast, too. Yeah, that's true. You have to be dedicated to Thanks this Thanks for cloning me. Yeah, no problem. I want to finish this one. The uh, the triangle. How come there's no rhombus? I mean, it would make the same sound, wouldn't it? No, it might even make a nicer sound. I don't yeah, know why what's up with the rhombus? Rhombus is one of my favorite shapes. And I think the what Oval Office, shape? we were just in Washington, D.C. What's your favorite shape? The rhombus. I like the trapezoid. Mm, you just, really? Not as useful, though. As a square or a circle. What? A circle is probably the best uh, shape. Maybe, but I don't think so. See, Ryan's saying, yeah, droid Ryan over here is Look. shaking his droid head. Well, that's he wouldn't like, yeah. I mean, Watch sir, out, you're going to run out of oil over there, you goddamn robot. He's made from circles. That's why he looks like a plaid, big plaid circle sitting over there. He does look like a that circular plaid. That movement's really, somebody sent me a plaid circle, by the way. 
How did they do it? Um, they sent me. I think I should. It was on the slideshow. We had a slideshow before. Yeah, but we're uh, talking the episode. Yeah, and we, we and, you can say that, but the, and it, yeah, pla- circular plaid. Yeah, circle plaid. It's not a circle with a plaid. My invention. In it. It's got it. Yeah, it's got to be the plaid. My brainchild has to be yeah. with uh, circles, not rectangles, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I think there should be mm-hmm. a uh, a rhombus mm-hmm. instrument instead of a triangle. Do you know how that comes off? Are you doing that unconsciously? I think a nose flute should be called a snoot. What do you think? Uh, yeah, and I think if you take a little toot out of your snoot, that's when you do <laughs> cocaine using your nose flute. I used to have a mouth harp until somebody came and goes, you know, those are Jew harps. And then I, I didn't know quite what to say. I didn't understand. Yeah, that doesn't sound polite. I didn't want to play something that had a slur in one of Yeah, that doesn't it. sound polite. I think the the slide whistle wins because uh, you can ask for sex with a what slide you, whistle. No, so you it's have an instrument. Conch. It's a conch. I don't think you get laid with a conch. You can get laid on a conch. It sounds like that is sounds uncomfortable and were useless. You just said how that's how you were circumcised. Yeah, but I'm not going to have sex on top of a conch. Okay, I'll get a hand job from a sea sponge <laughs> until my cucumber squirts. <laughs> <laughs> Cucumber squirts. We have to write this down. I really like that. <laughs> I'm gonna have sex with her so much that my cucumber squirts. Yeah, I like. It's got to be sea related. You know what I mean? It's like I gotta take her to the ocean and see if I can put my sea. I wanna put my sea sponge in her conch until my cucumber squirts. Did you have sex with her so much that my cucumber squirted? There's a cucumber, a cucumber squirt. And it didn't really hurt. That's what I'll, I'll make bumper stickers and say that. Yeah. There's a cucumber squirt and it didn't really hurt. What if we, I just, we just gave those out and people put them on their cars and everyone's like, I don't know what that <laughs> means. I don't understand. I don't know why they would have, is that a band or something? Like what is going on? Just says when the, the cucumber squirts, <laughs> but it doesn't hurt. Let's move it along to where were you? Cucumber squirt. Where were you? When you weren't wherever you are now, where were you? I've been dying to tell this story about uh, the post, uh, the party at uh, Lincoln uh, Memorial. Yeah. Um, I'd have got a, what I happened had a bruise was, from that, but I yeah. wasn't hurt. We met a bunch of people. I want to talk about this. We met a bunch of people after the show. We announced it during the uh, 100th. Which was very cool. 100th annual, yep. first annual 100th episode. And we met out at uh, uh, Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. And at some point, I made an announcement, I, th- I believe. And I said, you know, for any uh, party or get-together to, to, you know, to have a good story to it, uh, for a good story to come out of any event, uh, someone has to do something really stupid. And little did I know that you would do that stupid thing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> now, first of all. I'm your sidekick. <laughs> I went down front first. <laughs> That's the end of the story. Let's. I want to just go a little bit further back. First of all, we named. Okay, so the people that came from Dallas. Let's go back all the way. Let's to go the back founding to the fathers. To the founding so fathers. Lincoln, when cursive, he emancipated Constitution, the Constitution, right. using cursive, very smart. What's going on with that? You want to tell them? We did. We talked that? about it. Yeah. We just. I don't think Ryan was there, but you know they couldn't have done the, uh, the you know the Constitution and wingding. You know, I think cursive was a key. Comic Sans is just Comic Sans. They wouldn't take it seriously. Velvetica. 
Thou shalt not kill. Yeah. I think it's Helvetica, but I said Vel- it wrong on purpose. Velvetica is the Velveeta yeah. cheese. The Velveeta cheese spelled in that font. That font, yeah. Velveeta cheese uh, font. Velvetica. In any event, first of all, we met everybody and had a great time. I th- the thing about our podcast listeners, because I never get to meet that many of them in the same place. And what's very cool for me is we've had this show where we don't really talk about terrible negative things. We're not like TMZ where we're uh, you know, doing a lot of gossip. Uh, I don't think our fans are people that really. So it's not a pop culture. Uh, stuff. It's not, not it's a not pop culture. We're not like program based. A lot of people that read People Magazine or whatever. Those people get weeded out. Uh, we're also not talking about different tragedies and these sorts of things. We also don't talk a ton about stand up because talking about being funny or you know, it's too, it's too inside. So we don't do all that. We stuff. talk about burgeoning porpoise bellies. Yeah, things like that. Sex with conscious. We talk about conscious and, and nose important glutes, stuff. Snoots. Important stuff. Yeah. And what's happened is I ended up really liking all the people we met. Cause it seems like we've weeded out some of the negative people. It seems a very positive group. Don't you I think, think so too. Now, when it just you, seems like, I don't think we weeded snoot, out. Is that because the nose flute, you're taking a sniff, you're going to give a sniff and toot. Uh, I hadn't thought about it like that. Okay. Yeah. Cause you know, a nose flute, you gotta go, <laughs> you know, the old sniffing toot. <laughs> the old sniffing toot, yeah. as if that's something people have been doing for a long time. I love it when you do that. Yeah, the old uh, kit kit and boodoodle. The old sniffing toodle. I love the sniffing flute also. The old sniffing toodler. How to go with your 2014. lady? 2014. I gave her an old sniffing toot. Give her an old sniffing toot. 2012 style. I pass gas, yeah. <laughs> 2012 style. <laughs> give her the old sniffing toodler. Um, anyway, all I'm saying is. Uh, you know, the only negative thing we do on our show is we've we've channeled all our rage towards Nancy Grace. And other than that, uh, we're not doing a lot of gossip stuff. So we ended up meeting a lot of nice people. You know, and it, it, I it was pretty cool. Saw Nancy Grace in Los Angeles. Really? And I gotta say, she was walking around. She was she was grocery shopping, and uh, she didn't look that bad. Whoa, Nancy Grace. I mean, she kind of looked sort of pretty. You know. For a uh, a pile of shit that's been sculpted <laughs> into a fucking lame excuse for a human being's existence. God damn! I mean, she did. She looked like kind of cute for somebody that God was like, I cannot stand this face I've made. So I'm going to make the body and personality match this pug smushed up face. You it's are like somebody. Put their hand around her face and just squeeze to the middle. You are a, a clone off the old block, let me tell you. I I would if she told me you can have first annual anal sex with me. I would do it, man. Really? Yeah. Wow. I love her. Yeah. That's why I'm so hard on her. Mm, you just want her to be better. I just wanted to see my cucumber spit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was a. What was it? Squirt. 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 Yeah, spit's a lot grosser. I'm going to make my cucumber spit. You're spitting cucumber. Can we say that? Hey, fellas listening of the 12 and a half, can we say that next time we have intercourse with our lady? Just go, hey, you know, when you pull out, you go, hey, I'm going to make my cucumber spit. (laughs) I'm writing that down. Uh, I don't even think you could. Yeah, I don't think. I think that would be. You think she just leave the room? I think it'd be a turnoff for some women. Some women. Some. You know. But who's the one woman that never knew it? Who knows, though? If you like, if there were no silverfish around, maybe, you know. 
if you had eradicated all of the different, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, bugs from her house, maybe she'd want to hear something like that. In any event, listen, I mean, I the, we it's did the show. There might be some girls where it's like, you know, you say, "I made," you know, I, they they like, you know, oh my god, my cucumber is about to squirt. They think that's cute. But then there might be a girl that she doesn't even know it, but like that's her biggest turn on. She can't believe it. But when the guy says, oh, my God, I'm going to make my cucumber spit. (laughs) 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 Then maybe she's like, oh, yeah, like she says an orgasm immediately (laughs) just from the consonants and the way it sounds. Well, that's an interesting question. Can you do something really terrible uh, or maybe not terrible, but you do something a little um, off your game and a girl likes it? Is that a, a sign that maybe you shouldn't be with her? Hmm, or that you should be looking at your off your game stuff, you know? Mm, maybe you should go further. I recently ejaculated right before I said, here it comes, there it goes. And then about five minutes, ten minutes later, I ejaculated. <laughs> so you just kind of mistimed it a little bit. Uh, big time, buddy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she left to go make a sandwich. Yeah. You have to you have to time a French the French uh, baguette pesto chicken sandwich with sun-dried tomatoes. You have to time the orgasmic cry uh, accurately with the orgasm. That's one mistake. Uh, from what I hear some people uh, they yell it out at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll yell it out a couple hours after we've had sex. We might be at a restaurant or something. Yeah. And well, the other go, night I yelled out, whoopsies, my cucumber is going to spit. Yeah. <laughs> the other night I yelled out, connect four. And the other two hadn't even showed up. They didn't even show up. Yeah. It was just me connect and my wife. four. Yahtzee. Yeah. We talked about this and that yeah. one. Yeah. Boggle yeah. is not a good one. In any event, listen up. Listen up. So we do the show. A lot of nice people there. I'm it, very positive people. We go to the uh, Lincoln Memorial. Mm-hmm. And uh, we meet these people. They they came from Dallas, and she's pregnant. Uh, one of the, um, you know, this guy's yeah. uh, wife, and she's and we name the baby. Uh, the the collective group named the baby. Do you remember what we named it? Yeah, shit tarn. <laughs> that was my vote. Was shit tarn. Yeah, you didn't win that one. Uh, I didn't even. No one even voted. for The mine. group decided on Atticus. I don't know why. That was weird. Because it sounds cool. Atticus. Yeah, it's pretty Finch. good name. Pretty good name. Uh, then we did some kind of game of skill where we walked around these pillars. and uh, That's an old g- game that Kay and I used to play in college. We would go, you got to go around the outside of the Lincoln Memorial, going around the pillars. It's really hard right. to do. And, but there was some, not a lot of space. There and was some drinking. Or, not, maybe not drinking. There was some smoking. And all of a sudden, uh, this police officer uh, just out of nowhere just uh, just leaned his head in, almost as if he had been superimposed on the whole scene. Yeah. And he goes, your kind ain't welcome in these parts. <laughs> Is that how you remember? You couldn't even get through it. <laughs> your kind ain't welcome in these said, parts. You better, you better hightail it out of here. I want to see you on the first train out of this town. Uh, no, I don't remember Next what Next time said. I should see you, it should be your backside swinging that hiney out of this town. <laughs> but he basically told us to leave, right? Or he was upset. No, he came and he said, hey, you know, be quiet. You guys are, a lot of you are really unattractive and weird. He was just looking and pointing at me at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but when we really got in trouble was when we started sliding down the front okay, of the Okay, so memorial. then we went on the front of the memorial and there's this big slide. And uh, I just slid down. It's on- not technically a slide. It's part of the monument. Right. Uh, to, to kind of, you know, 
commemorate this great man in American history. But what I saw was a slide. And all the sliding that you did. I saw a slide. And I went down it on my back, and uh, I had some clothes that created a little bit of traction. So I didn't go down that quickly. You were wearing also, a burlap suit. I was wearing a burlap with a suit. With a sandpaper cummerbund. Sandpaper cummerbund. Which is as really I, just more of a... As I want to do, a, yes. a cummerbund is just more of a fanny pack, right? Yeah. I also had fanny. super glue uh, on my feet and, and I had on my fooper, elbows. I had fooper glue. You had fooper glue. On my tits and my yeah. uncle Derek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In any event, I'm about 160 pounds and I went down it and I thought it was a little scary, but I didn't pick up that much speed. So then you were coerced... Into going down head first? No, I just went for it. I said, hey, I weigh 240 pounds. I'm going to get on this bad boy. I'm in a linen silk poly blend. Okay. And I'm going down head first, no helmet. Have you seen those luge suits? That yeah, was basically what, what was TJ wearing. was wearing. That's my day to day when I'm in DC. So TJ goes down. Literally starts head first and then starts to veer off to the side like an airplane that's like lost control. You know, like and actually as I did it's that on landing because I realized I was going so fast. And then you were almost and then you hit this lip and went up in the air. And I thought I really uh, there was a second there. Where I really thought you're going to be badly hurt. And I thought, I, you know, because at the start of the really? night, I said this whole thing is just this whole night feels like one big cautionary tale. And I thought you were going to get hurt. You came out Why of it. Why did you think that it felt like one big cautionary you really tale? Looked, you really looked like you were out of control. I mean, isn't that how I usually look? You looked like a cargo plane that had lost its wheels on, uh, on landing. Yeah. Kind of an Arnold Schwarzenegger commando mm-hmm, type of mm-hmm. deal. Yeah. And here's the thing that I thought. I thought you, you said everything was fine, and I just thought you were trying to be cool, and then I thought we'd get in the car, and you'd reveal that you were bleeding all over your entire body. And yeah. that wasn't the case. You actually were okay. Yeah, I wasn't bleeding even a yeah. little bit. What a weird end that would have been to our entire show. Yeah, but it was really fun. We appreciate everybody that came out. You don't even understand how amazing it is when somebody travels even 10 minutes to come and see the show, much less three or five hours. Yeah, especially when it's a show that's weird. Yeah, and yeah. we you know, we care about you guys, and we can't live without you. You know what I mean? Not anymore. Yeah. We know once you go black, you never go back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I don't know, you know what that had to do with it, but it's... Uh... There's plenty of fish in the sea. <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that it not... was fun. Then I went on, I did a... Uh... <laughs> Ryan's like, mm-hmm. I did a... Mm-hmm. Um, here's another practical living because I went straight to a, a corporate show uh, for the practical living in a modern age. And you know and, what? Uh, in an inefficient and out of date way, we bring you practical living in the modern age. Um, don't don't eat dinner if you're a stand up comedian. Don't eat dinner with the people you're going to perform for before the show. Yeah. If you're doing like a corporate show. You you tend to get in a bad mood and answer a lot of questions. I did a show for some lawyers. And they, they really just said, please, we really want you to eat dinner with us. So I ate dinner with them. And, you know, the first thing the guy next to me goes, you should have seen last year's comedian. He was pretty good. You really got your hands full. And I'm like, thanks for the pep talk. That's not even a real fucking sentence. That's not yeah. a real phrase. Hey, the last comedian was great. So you really got your hands full. Yeah, what do you goes, mean? I have a lot going yeah, on. He goes, well, and then he goes, you got a tough act to follow. I'm like, thanks for the pep talk. And then he goes, you able to make a living as a comedian? 
no. And I go, no, not at all. Yeah, I'm not just even. here at your <laughs> event here. I'm like, and then I go, do you, do you make a living as a lawyer? Or is it just like a part-time thing? Are you like, what are you, what do you do for a living? Do you even, does it, you're able to make it work? Really? Really? How is it polite to ask a comedian if they're able to make it work? It seems like that's a question if you're not super famous, I, I, you can get. I, I think he doesn't understand. Um, he doesn't understand it. He can't imagine somebody making a living as a comedian. He doesn't understand how yeah. much you make. He doesn't understand anything. Yeah. You do that uh, full time? Yeah, that's what he asked. Now, really? if I asked the lawyer if he did it full time. If you told him he's a fat old pig. Yeah. That's well, what I would have said. That wouldn't have been polite to do before the show. I don't care. I would have told him, you, you look and smell like a fat old pig. <laughs> Like a pig over the age of nine. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> uh, so here's some practical living in the modern age. When a lawyer asks you if you do what you do for a living full time, you tell him he looks like a fat old pig. Yeah. And then this, and then the, the, the food came out and they were like scallops. And the lady next to us was like, ew. I, I would have called her put- a speckled dick. <laughs> <laughs> like a speckled hen. Yeah, I don't think he would have done those things. I don't think he would have called her that. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to finish that story. I want to. I want to do one essential question before we go. We got to do one essential question. And there's another. Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. Uh, car dancing. The auto industry's dirty little secret. What do you mean? <laughs> do you ever get those? What are you talking about? I'm positive that was all English. Have you seen my I show? Know each word individually. That's all I get. Have you seen my show? Um, car, what is car dancing? You know, where you dance while you're driving, you're kind of moving your body. That's much more dangerous than texting and driving. And I think they just don't have uh, any way to test out how many cars are crashing because people are car dancing and air jamming in the car. And because dummies, they don't have crash test dummies that car dance, dance into the sweet except, sound of the conch, except for the car uh, crash test dummies. You know what? They were rude too. That song's basically. Um, Do you remember that? The car dancing. Was dino- that was Dinosaur Junior? Or no, that was the crash test dummies. Whatever happened to them and the presidents of the United States of America? Those guys, millions of peaches, peaches for me. Millions of peaches, peaches for free. What do you think? Car dancing? I don't think there's a lot of people dying from car dancing. I know when I'm dancing in the car, I'll dance hard. Yeah. And so maybe sometimes I've almost got an accident, which is true, but... Most people, I think, tone it down, or they do a lot of their dancing at stoplights. Mm, okay. You so know? you think people are really uh, aware of it, self-aware enough to dance just yeah. at stoplights? Because I will lean forward over the steering wheel so that my head almost hits the windshield. I've got a lot of range with my car dancing. What's the stuff that you really get into? Dancers. What kind of music do you really gets you really dancing in that uh, car? Mainly air in supply. Sweet, sweet car. It is. Yeah. It's all air supply all yeah, the time. Yeah, all the time. That's weird. Um, but here's the other thing. I think there should be a five-minute holding period uh, when you rent a, a, a car. Because you spend the first – in fact, it should be a two-hour holding period, like buying a handgun. Because you 
rental cars, you're figuring out how the rental car works while you're driving the rental car. That's true. You you're changing that? the like, mirrors. You you're yeah. changing the mirrors. You're trying to figure out how the radio works. You're not looking at the road for the first two hours. In fact, even a blind spot, you don't find your blind spots in a rental car by any other way than just hitting things with your blind spot. And that's how you know yeah. you have a blind spot. I mean, rental cars are the most dangerous vehicles. I think they should have big signs that say rental. We should know who's in them. And if you combine rental cars in the first two hours with car dancing, you have Carmageddon. Carmageddon. Remember when they told everybody it was Carmageddon in Los Angeles because they closed the 405 and it wasn't that big of a deal? Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Carmageddon. They called it Carmageddon. The American media is such a goddamn shizzle farm. Mm, That's what I was thinking. They're just farming shit. (laughs) Oh, my mother. Um, let's do one maskers before we go. Let's do a maskers, guys. Like 85% of superheroes, this is maskers. Uh, this is from Asher Smith at Vade Shex. And this is a, uh, a haiku that, that uh, Asher wrote. T-shirts, tire iron. Where is my pinball machine? Fuck till I truck. Bees, a haiku. Wow. Yeah, I like really bees, question mark at the end. Yeah, I'll read that again. T-shirts, tire iron. Where is my pinball machine? Fuck till I truck. Bees? I think yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I the answer is yes. Yeah. Unanimous, yes. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I didn't even think, one other thing for the 100th episode. I never even, just a second, just... I want to just really there's quick. There's something. There's something in the other, door of the bunker. Just uh, hold it out for just a, a, a. Just hold it out for like five more seconds. I'm not holding anything. There's just a hundred episode. The- we never thanked Ryan. We want to thank Ryan for Ryan. Doing thank episodes. you so much, Ryan. Everybody yes, clap, Ryan, even if you're driving. Even if uh, also for the hundred episode, I want to thank Steve Mazon again. He's always sending me funny stuff, and yeah. he just has a. Uh, he has a movie on Hulu that's free now. That you should see. It's, it's called Dying really to Do Letterman. Funny. It's really funny. Well, it's not funny. It's pretty serious, but it's no, a but good it's movie. No, but it's great. It's Dying to Do Letterman. Dying to Do Letterman. It's a good movie. It was, uh, won a bunch of awards it's on Hulu for free. So check it out. Dying to Do Letterman. Uh, Steve Mazon, very funny dude. And uh, the movie is Huge. awesome. People yeah. love it. And uh, but one more, one more maskers. Huge before we... thighs on that guy, Steve Mazon. Yeah, hadn't man. noticed that. Hadn't noticed. Couple that of one. big trunks. Yeah, coming out of his pelvis. Big trunky dunks. Yeah. Uh, this is. Uh, yeah. Uh, Chris Foley writes Nancy Grace, the Doritos jacked of people. What the fuck? <laughs> I hope I didn't already read that one. If I did, uh, I think it's funny enough to I read th- twice. I think she really is like the, the uh, right? Isn't she's like the Doritos? I think jack it's great. Human someone plan. else wrote that it's like if uh, someone just left their caps lock on. That's Nancy Grace. Yeah, but I lost that one. But I think that was a funny one That's too. That's really true. Um. Uh, any others? Is there still? I, I hear a sound out there. What? Wait, wait a second. Wait, are you? Wait, ouch, hold ouch. Hold on, wait, wait. Wait, wait you just bit me. Why did you bite me? Because I, I was scared. When I get Why scared, did you bite I bite. Me? I'm bleeding. When you I bit get me. scared, I bite. What the fuck, man? Ah. You bit, what? Oh, 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 oh God. God. Oh, my God. The, the, fa- the, the frame picture of Matthew Sasser. Who is that? TJ? Wait, what are you doing? Wait, TJ, TJ, what are you doing? It's TJ and his clone. 
What are you, I'm bleeding. What are you doing here? He just bit me. TJ. You're a clone wait, of me? Were you doing TJ? Cash's show? Which one's TJ? Come over here and wrestle with me. Yeah. Ah! 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 No, no, you don't have to make noises. I'm wrestling my clone. Oh, shit. I was I, just trying to get involved. I'm the real TJ. You're the clone. <laughs> no, you're the clone. I'm the real TJ. All right, there's only one way to settle this. Oh, shit. Don't kill him. We cut the baby in half, and each of us can keep one half of the child. <gasps> no. You keep the entire child. I can't bear to see it hurt. Who's talking right I'm now? I'm the child's father. You are? I am too. Then we've solved nothing. There he goes, my clone. He what happened? Me. Are you okay? He he bit me. Well, are you infected? What do you mean? Was he a, was he a zombie? I, I mean, not a zombie. He was a clone. Didn't you make him? I think he snuck down here. Do you? Yes, because the glass was already you not broken. Think through the fact that this guy is. <laughs> I think he was a zombie. I mean, I'm nervous about that because I. I'm, this I'm seems like it's going to be a real cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger just to see, like, am I infected or not? What's going to happen? That's the cliffhanger. That's what I think people would probably most logically be curious about. Is he going to be okay? He was just bitten by a zombie clone. A clone zombie. A clone zombie. And I think we can only find out on the next episode what That's happens true. to Cash Levy and if he's infected. Is he a zombie? And this you'd is, probably have to wait even a week to find out. This is scaring me so much. I want to tell people where we're performing in the coming months. <laughs> I'm serious. You don't think that'll diffuse I the cliffhanger? I am freaked out. <laughs> I got to talk about it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be in Phoenix, Arizona with Kumail Nanjiani and uh, Thomas Middleditch from Silicon Valley. Both of them on uh, Friday, June 6th at Stand Up Live. Um, so you got to come and check that out. I'm going to be in Bonnaroo Friday, June 13th, and then another couple times. So get into that and just act weird about it. So Bonnaroo, and uh, as always, none of these dates are available on my website. TJ Miller does not have a website.com. We haven't updated it, and it just doesn't matter. So let's just stop. Pleasure Chest, July 1st, and then uh, I'm going to be in Omaha, Nebraska, July 10th, the weekend of July 10th, 11th, and 12th. Omaha, Nebraska, with cash. Yeah, I think that We're looks good. We're working it out to have yeah. It's going to be a live Greg of Beans. That's going to be great. I I, I, I got to say, though, I that freaked me out, and I just, if you're infected, what do we do? Do I have to kill you? I don't know. I think that's the real cliffhanger because I might do it either way. (laughs) What? What do you mean? We might. You might kill me. No. So they'll have to wait for a week to find out if I'll kill you. Well, you know what I have to say to that? Mm -mm. That isn't it. Mm-hmm. Now leaving Nerdist.com.